This is the Our Tomorrow Youth Voices podcast, produced in collaboration with CC. My name is Renata Cervera. I'm part of the CC team that's co-producing this podcast. This series is going to be all about empowering and elevating young people here in San Antonio and beyond. Every episode, we're going to be passing the mic along to the next generation of leaders, artists, and thinkers. They're going to be telling us about the issues that matter to them, about what inspires them, and what a better future looks like. This is episode two. For this show, we're going to be hosting another conversation between teens of Our Tomorrow, a youth network organized by UP Partnership. Bri Jimenez and Christian Young are both high schoolers in San Antonio, and today they're going to be talking about civic engagement. Christian is passionate about the environment, mental health, and music. In fact, the music you'll be listening to in this episode is his own original work. As he got involved with Our Tomorrow, he realized he wanted to help facilitate conversations about mental wellness in his community. Bree dabbles in visual arts and volunteers in her community. After working with local nonprofits during COVID-19, she became involved with several youth initiatives like Our Tomorrow to help San Antonio schools address mental health issues among students. Young leaders of today, teens like Christian and Bree, understand meaningful change starts on the ground. It's about sparking conversation with your family at home or organizing events at school or speaking up for issues you believe in within your community. It's about learning more about your community's history, the system that governs our society, and recognizing where the initial problems are. That's how you can start making a difference. For this episode of the Our Tomorrow Youth Voices podcast, Christian and Bree hopped on a call with each other to talk about their own experiences and how they've sparked change in their communities. My name is Bree. I go to East Central High School uh, in San Antonio, Texas. And one thing that I feel like is really a part of me is I love making art and collaging, cutting things out of magazines and just kind of expressing myself through that platform. My name is Christian. I go to Castem High School. Uh, one of the main things I love doing is making music. That's one of my just favorite things to do. And I like teaching other people music or teaching them other subjects that go along with that. So I started pretty small with my civil engagement interactions. I didn't really get involved in any large projects or organizations till seventh grade when I got involved into this organization in San Antonio and across the nation, I think, uh, Girls Inc. So within Girls Inc. of San Antonio, I really began to first off see the problems within my community that I could have a personal impact on. And then from noticing and identifying these issues became the educational portion of that. And from me educating myself on what can I personally do to fix this and advocate for it? And then how can I get other people involved? I haven't really done much civil engagement in my community specifically. Um, like. In elementary, we did a little bit of things where I I helped uh, get recycle bins in our school, and in middle school, uh, we I mean I started clubs to try and get uh, kind of a student body there because we didn't really have much representation. But uh, most of those things were just a little little small things, not really more for the city. Um, but I did get introduced to helping more in the city with uh, Our Tomorrow uh, when my counselor invited me to be a part of uh, 
the youth summit for this year. Uh, it was really, really cool. And I got to meet a lot of awesome people, including Bree and uh, Leroy, who are both really amazing people. Um, and I got to talk about one of the things I didn't really realize I had a passion for, uh, but advocating for uh, mental health awareness, um, whether it's with students in schools uh, or just in general with uh, people around me. There's a lot of uh, mental health uh, problems in the United States specifically. And I really, I, I found that through Our Tomorrow that I, I really want to be more involved and learn to get more involved. Yeah, so I'll definitely expand on how the Ecumenical Center has really impacted and almost built me a platform for exploring civic engagement and really getting more engaged in it. So I got involved with it through Girls Inc. of San Antonio because I took a study with them and it was an interactive study where teens would share their experiences of how their mental health improved or declined over the course of quarantine due to COVID. From the study, I chose to be more engaged in it, and I didn't really know what this engagement would entail until they reached out to me to be involved in their youth committee for creating initiatives and policies within the San Antonio community and on a smaller spectrum, our schools. And so it was really within the moment of the first meeting that I was like, this is what I want to do for probably the rest of my life. And I think it was just so monumentous for me because you're able to put yourself in the situation. You're able to see that you can actually have a very large impact on everything and any challenge or problem that you see. I, I thought it was really cool when you mentioned that mental health was a huge problem during the pandemic, uh, being trapped inside. It opened my eyes to a lot of uh, other things going on in the world. And I think everyone kind of uh, had a wake up call when it came to, uh, civic events happening around the world and in the United States. I saw this kind of insurgence happening and I was like, I, I want to do something about that. And I know there's kids that are seeing this too. And kids that are also in these scenarios and, uh, feeling this way. And I want to help them. And I think that's just in general, a lot of kids don't learn about these things. Uh, and I think the pandemic uh, opened a lot of people's eyes to seeing these things. I, I don't know. What are your opinions on that? No, definitely. Like you talked about how you wish you would have known that there was more you could do out there. But I definitely think that being closed off inside of our homes was really impactful to people voicing their opinions, as well as seeing the problems and issues within our own societies. I really think that social media played an avid part in really helping youth, especially find places around them, resources even, of how they could personally get involved in civic engagement, as well as issues that they might be interested in to start programs or policies and initiatives. And I definitely think that quarantine, while it did allow some, I guess, superficial activism that you weren't really doing it, I think that quarantine was vital because it allowed people the time to educate themselves and even understand that there were problems going on. Why is Black Lives Matter important? What is the part I play in systematic racism? How can I improve that? How can I elevate Black voices? 
And so I definitely think that people can expand past just a simple screen and really get into the community and invoke a change. But Christian, how do you think we can invoke that change as youth? That's like one of the main things too. Specifically for me, I never knew that there was programs like Our Tomorrow, or I never knew that there was these programs that were in my school system and the school system didn't tell me about them. Uh, A lot of the things that I'm in or that I'm learning about now uh, through Our Tomorrow and just uh, through you, Brie, it's it's really eye-opening. Like all of this stuff has been here, but it's not being told to us. And as youth, we we have the ability to join these pro- programs. And it's crazy to me that they're not being really shown to us a lot of the times. I, I think the youth voice in general is a huge, uh, like it has the power to be something huge. And with all these people posting about uh, these infographics on their stories and stuff, and then not going past that, like you said, those people can go further. They just don't know how. And I think educating those people and educating everyone that is youth um, about these different programs in their cities is probably the best way to get everyone involved. Uh, I mean, just joining programs, finding programs, finding things that are in your city, state, something that you can do uh, with other people and collaborate because as a group, you're going to get more done by yourself. Just posting on your story isn't going to help much. You're just going to educate more people and then they're going to want to do more too. But again, it's like they have no, they don't know where to go next. I like could not agree more with what you just said. You elaborated on how it's not just a single person. It's not, you know, it's not the moment, it's the movement. And I think so many people, they get the idea lost in translation that you don't have to do it alone. Your voice is so loud, but when you like partner with people, it becomes a yell and you are going to be heard. There's so much within our own personal communities that We may not even know a lot about, but it's happening. So I really encourage just everyone to research, find your niche. What is that passion? What is that one thing that you're like, I am so passionate about this. I could talk about it for hours and a change needs to be made within this issue. Don't be afraid to get involved in organizations like Christian and I, this is our first time ever being involved in our tomorrow or anything like this. And I think it's been a good experience, right, Christian? It has been really awesome. I was just thinking like, there's all these resources and stuff out there that we don't know about. And like you said, with the niche, uh, finding your niche is super important. Uh, One of the things I'm doing in my high school right now is making clubs for music because I'm in a STEM school and there's no really artistic outlet. I wanted to bring in music for the program. Getting people involved, I've had to make a collective and there's already collectives out there that people can join. One of the small things that I also thought about was there's school board meetings. I mean, if you want to make a change in your school system, there's board meetings for that and they're open to students. Uh, And I think that's one of the easy ways that Um, kids can make a difference in their district by going to those meetings, hearing about what's going on. Uh, Maybe you can ask a question. Maybe you can start a conversation there and gather people to come with you 
you can start making your own collective at the school or on the board level. And I think that's uh, one of those like small things that you can do if you do see that there needs to be a change in the school in your school system. Yeah. (laughs) So within my school district, it's a very small project right now, but I wrote a speech about how the city of San Antonio is using urban forests to help improve our environment. But I really didn't want to just stop at the speech. I really wanted to find a personal angle that I could take to really elevate my own experience. So I started an initiative within my district called the Lorax Project. And so what it started off as was just going to the elementaries within my district and reading them the Lorax and kind of on an intermediate level, telling them the importance that they play as a singular person, even as young as they are, the importance that they play in protecting our environments and the biodiversity within them. And so through this, I kind of started getting grants and I work within the nurseries within my uh, local area and I got some donations of trees. And so after we would, I would explain the importance of our personal part that we played, I would kind of show them, you see, this is just a single tree and we're going to plant it together, but your impact strives so much more than just a single tree. I really went into explaining the importance that we play and our mass consumption plays into global warming. So really the entire Um, I guess, basis of the project was to really highlight the importance that we play because as cliche as it sounds that we are the Loraxes because we have to advocate for these issues that aren't getting attention. And even when they aren't getting attention, we still need to keep going and driving the point because you need to be heard. And so you have to make sure that you're going to be heard. I love the we are the Loraxes. I love that. It's so cliche, but it works. It works. (laughs) It, it, It makes sense. Like we've been talking about finding those resources and finding those groups is super important. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing research into finding those different groups. And I think it's something I want to do for the rest of my life. Like I want to help other people and learn about this stuff. There's just so many different issues that you can talk about and advocate for. There's different things that we can do even as kids, to talk about these things and educate others, uh, whether it's with music like I've been trying to do, or whether it's through actually going to town hall meetings, or whether it's uh, joining a collective like Bree has, there's so many different ways to do uh, to be a part of civic engagement. And I think everyone should find those things, find those that niche, like Bree had said, and really get into it and learn more about it. With any issue and anything in general, there's always going to be a mixed reaction with how your peers and immediate communities react to civil engagement or just situations in general. Personally, I have a close-knit friend circle, but within my own group, I think we've really done a good job at recognizing the part we play in systems. Um, A big thing for me is the part we play in systematic racism. And I think that we've done a really, I guess it's moderate in a sense, but understanding the part you play and how that impacts your day-to-day life, whether this be whether this be in the language you use or how you react to situations. I think that my immediate group of friends has done a really good job of 
finding your voice and getting more involved in these engagements. Uh, on a large scale spectrum, I think while the shift may be small, I think there's definitely been a shift in consciousness of the impact we have. I live in a more, there's less opinions in my city and my school especially, but even within those small opinionated boxes that they kind of have, I think we've all had a shift in opening our eyes and seeing what's going on around us, which I think is so important because when you see what's going on around you, you allow yourself the time and space to make your own assumptions and educate yourself further, which then leads to civil engagement or civic engagement and initiatives. Yeah, I, I think it's crazy, like you said, where you're, you have your close-knit group um, that's usually pretty accepting um, and then you have the actual widespread air, your area, um, that they usually are different from your small group. Your sometimes your small group is with the rest. Other times you have opposing opinions. And I think it's, uh, weird. And in, in my case, I've had some friends that are super against a lot of the things that are happening. Uh, like they're trying to find ways to advocate uh, they're trying to, uh, they're the social media activists that repost things and try and spread information, um, which is awesome. I, it lets me know, like they want to do more. Um, but then there's also the other half of my friend group that's not so accepting of those ideas. And it's, it's definitely, there's the accepting people and then there's the more negative people that are towards it. and. Sometimes you have to get rid of those negative people and put yourself with the more positive people uh, in order to keep on pushing with your uh, activities, specifically in civic engagement. You want to have that positive group of people that all agree <laughs> uh, because that can really, you can have a, a better conversation. Uh, unfortunately, with some of the negative people, it's hard to make a conversation sometimes it's finding that bridge between them to actually like your opinion and their opinion sometimes that bridge between them uh to form a conversation is really hard to find and i think it's hard in your community too uh whenever a lot of your community is thinking one way um and then you have your small group of people that thinks the other way and finding that bridge to have a constructive conversation and make uh, improvements is sometimes a little bit difficult. Uh, actually, I'd say it's very difficult even uh, to make that conversation happen whenever the opposing views just are, they're not finding that common thread or they're not finding, uh, they're not listening to each other too a lot of the times. Listening to each other is also very important. Um, so whenever you have two opposing views, they're not listening to each other. It's going to cause conflict. And uh, within friend groups and finding your positive and negative people, um, I, I think it's very important that you find those positive people and group up with them. Uh, if y'all have the same opinion, y'all can learn from each other. Y'all can find different resources like how Brie has her group of friends. And probably most likely, I, I think you've even talked about it before. Uh, where you've 
introduced your friends to other things or told them about different events that they can go to in San Antonio, uh, finding ways for them to be more active uh, in the community. And whenever you have that group of people, you can all learn from each other and then you can also help other people that also want to learn about it. And then your group, your collective just gets bigger and bigger. Uh, And I think that's super important. But yeah, I think finding that bridge is sometimes hard though. Uh, what what do you think about that too? Uh, the community. Yeah, so I mean, definitely to add on to what you said, it's important that you don't just exclude everyone who's not sharing the same opinion as you, because it's important to have conversations and to gain a level ground of understanding and maybe even action. So you know, within your own community, don't avoid conversations and don't go out of your way to not have them because I think it's important that you understand both parties, both sides. And because this understanding and level of equality amongst ideas really helps you allow the room for action. Because if you never have these conversations, nothing is ever going to change. You have to have these conversations to invoke and inflict a change that's noticeable. You can't just go avoiding them. I, I In the future, I really hope um, that more and more people learn about civic engagement. Uh, the future of San Antonio and in general, like the United States, the world, depends on some of these issues. When you go into climate change, you're talking about the entire world and usually you're starting with your city. You're trying to find ways to make it more green and help everyone. Um, but in the future, I really hope that we can teach uh, people at a younger age. I barely started learning about this stuff and I'm going into my senior year. Um, other people are learning about this in college. Um, with Bree, She's been lucky enough to be introduced to a lot of these topics in her freshman and sophomore year. And that's super cool. Like, that's so awesome. And getting that early start, I think, is something I want to see in the community. And I hope uh, in the future, I can even hopefully bring that to my community. I want to I want to do more uh, to get involved and learn about more programs. And I think that just takes research and time, uh, just as most things do. Uh, time and energy and effort to find these things to make that change to find these groups and join them and be a voice i completely agree i think education is such a keystone to everything you have to understand an issue before you can really plan a tactic on how you're going to invoke a change so for the future i would really like to see a lot more education but an allowance of the youth within our community to get involved. Because right now I feel like there's such a lack of extending these opportunities to the youth within our community. So I would really love to see um, education on these young and um, young, I like to see a lot of education for the youth within our communities, whether this education be how can you have, like we were talking about earlier, how can you have a formulated conversation that doesn't really leave room for slander or arguments, but really just facts, um, outlines for how can you start your own initiative? I really think that it's important 
for youth to see the part they play, but more than just seeing, like taking that opportunity and really embodying it. I would love to see more involvement. And I think we're on the the path for that too. Big thanks to Christian Young and Brie Jimenez for the conversation. The Our Tomorrow Youth Voices podcast is a production of Stacey and Up Partnership. This episode was produced by a team of Stacey alumni, including me, Renata Cervera, Elias Flores III, and Alejandra Salazar. Special thanks to Yermina Zavala, Media Arts Program Director at Stacey, and Leroy Adams, Youth Voice Manager at Up Partnership. To learn more, connect with Our Tomorrow on Instagram or visit ourtomorrow.sa. To learn more about CC, visit cc.org. Subscribe to Youth Voices wherever you get your podcasts.